Thank you for listening to today's message. Avenue Church is a Christian church located in Las Vegas. For more information, visit avenuechurch.cc. Enjoy the message. I don't know about that, but wasn't that great? Isn't that wonderful? That was our wonderful family. And uh, we give it up for our creative team. They're doing an amazing job. And uh, that was my family. It was my beautiful wife, my five-year-old son. And my name is Jeremy, and I'm so glad you're here again. If you're a guest, come on. We want to thank you for being here today. So thank you. Thank you so much for checking out Avenue Church. And, uh, you know, Robert talked about groups. I'm part of that uh, Wednesday lunch group. And the greatest thing about groups is also the men that come. But the food, can I get a witness, somebody? The food, okay, that's just me. Also, uh, Wednesday night. We have basketball, and uh, there's lots of great groups that you can sign up for. We got one on East Side, North, uh, North Las Vegas, Henderson, and all over the Southwest part of town. So I want to thank you guys for getting plugged in into sharing your life with others. That is big to us here at Avenue Church. We're not a church with groups. We are a church of small groups. As we grow bigger, we're going to try to do our very best to grow smaller with the with the context of groups. So we're in a series. We're in a new series called Hashtag Bless. And so we're going to be spending a month long in this series. And so I hope you enjoy this. I hope you enjoy making fun of hashtags because that's what we're going to try to do as a creative element in that. And so hashtag, someone the other day, the other day said, uh, how you doing, pastor? I said, hashtag blessed and highly stressed. Come on, somebody. I'll try to operate in that. And uh, so we're, we're working our way to blessed and not stressed here in this life. But this series is about being blessed in this life. Uh, we started this church seven months ago. October is going to be month eight for us. It's been extraordinary what God has been doing. If you want to hear more about our story, we do have growth track step one right after this experience. But I got to tell you, we started this church. We jumped in a series called um, The Way, The Truth, The Life. Then we jumped in a series called This Is Us. The TV show started this last week, season two, but This Is Us. What are we all about? here at Avenue Church. Then we jump into the book of James, and we, we entitled it, This is Living Now. How many enjoyed that one? That was a good one. And uh, we, I, I just love seeing those that attend Avenue, those that call Avenue home, grasp that series. And they say, you know what? I'm going to get through this trial because I'm developing perseverance. You know what? I'm going to tame my tongue. You know what? I believe that, that I have a righteous prayer. I believe God can do miracles in my life. And so it was great to go through the book of James. This is Living Now. Teach us how do we live? in this world. And then we ended with a series called Building People. And we went through the entire book of Philippians. And I love that series because when we started this church, we didn't want to use people to build a church. What we did is we want to use the church to build people. Now, if you come here today, if you go through growth track and you can involve, go through our step process, our three class before steps, and you say, you know what, I have a gift. I've discovered it through growth track. I've discovered what God created me to do, that we want to place a gift. We don't want to fill a position. And so we believe that God made you on purpose and for a purpose. And so that's what we believe here at Avenue Church. We want to build you up, teach you how to live for Jesus, but also we believe that you need to have a blessed life, that God wants every part of our life. And so to be blessed is to be a blessing. To be blessed is to be a blessing. That this is a generosity series. And so if you're a first-time guest, welcome, right? Welcome. This is, this is a generosity series. But I want you to understand that generosity and blessings is not exclusively about money. It goes so beyond that. It goes so far from that. That generosity is not about money, but it's about a lifestyle. 
that God wants us to be blessed so that we can be a blessing to others. God said, I'm going to give you a little, bless a little. I'm going to give you a lot, let's bless a lot. And so if you've got your Bibles, let's go to Acts chapter 20, verse 35. And i got to tell you a little secret. 9.30 is normally a little louder, and today they're a little quieter. So I'm hard of hearing, and so feel free to shout me down. Let's be a little louder than that 9.30. And uh, the more you give me feedback, the more you like uh, my mother-in-law, the more you do that, the quicker I go, the more excited I get, and we're out of here for lunch, all right? And so we're going to jump into Acts chapter 20, verse 35, and I'm going to read this. Remembering the words... The Lord Jesus himself said. It's a big deal when, we, when the Bible says, remember what Jesus said. So here's what Jesus said. Jesus said, it is more blessed, hashtag, it is more blessed to what? Give. That was nice. That was cute. Let's try it one more time. It is more blessed to? Give. All right. Than it is to? Receive. So it is more blessed to? Give. Than it is to? Receive. receive. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this word. Thank you for what you're doing in our lives in this church. And Father, I'm so grateful that the bearers are generous, that they gave away a win this week. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. The bearers will win at some point in their lives. My wife, she's, she's, she's between bearers and packers right now because her family's a really bad influence on her life. And, and like all of them like the packers. And I told her, hey, when my son's in high school, they will be good. And he's five right now, so. Now raise your hand if you're a parent in this room. You're a parent? You're a parent, and uh, you just love the bundles of joy that God has given you in your life. That is you today. <laughs> I like the faces like, uh -huh. no. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know what I wanted. And uh, I have a son, he's five, and I realized that the day I became a parent was the day nothing belonged to me. I mean, know what I'm talking about, right? Nothing. Nothing. Like uh, the big TV at the, at the house, it is being absorbed now by cartoons. It's being absorbed now by, you know, Dory. It's being absorbed now by all these TV shows. At least he's liking Star Wars, all right? We can get into that aspect, and we can share it together in that. My birthday is November 15th, and uh, my birthday is November 15th. I knew I was in trouble when my due date for my son was November 15. The doctor's like, oh, you're going to get a gift on your birthday. And I said, I don't think so. No. And so with much prayer and fasting, he was born two days after my birthday. So he's born November 17th, and I still don't have a birthday. So it's been five years since I've ever had a birthday party. Uh, you know, hey, guys, it's my birthday. Who cares? It's the little baby's birthday. One time my wife walked in and said, where did, we, where did we get that nice TV from? I said, it was my birthday last week. I bought it for myself. I'm the most generous guy I know. <laughs> but I got to tell you this. I love blessing my son. I love blessing those that are around me. But in the context of my son, he's five years old, and I love to bless him because I love seeing him happy. And when I bless him and I get to see that joy in his life, by when I give to him, I give to him because I like seeing him happy. He has nothing in return to give to me. Believe me, he's got nothing in return to give me. And I do it because I'm a loving father. That we have a father in heaven who loves to bless you. We have a father in heaven who freely gave so we can freely give today. And so you know the word, we're doing hashtag blessed. 
But in the original Greek, that word actually means happy. Happy. Raise your hand if you want to be happy. You want to be happy in this life. And if you don't raise your hand, it's almost like, raise your hand if you want to be uh, hateful and hate life and struggle and all those things. We all want to be happy. So if I say we are to be blessed, that means we are to be happy. If I say we are to have the blessed life, that means we are to have a happy life. So when Jesus said it is more blessed to give than it is to receive, if we take that word out, swap it with our new word, he's really saying it is more happy to give than it is to receive. What's he saying? He's saying you'll, far, you'll be far more happier if you learn to give than it is to receiving. That's God's heart for God's people, that you'll be far more happier giving than it is receiving. I cannot tell you, and this is a work in progress in my own life, I cannot tell you how rewarding it is to give to others. How rewarding it is, not just gifts, but also time, also, um, you know, uh, um, giftings, all those things in someone's life. So Jesus is saying true happiness in life does not come by what we hold on to, but by what, but, excuse me, tongue tied. In this life, Jesus said happiness does not come by what we hold on to, but by what we give away by what we give away. Please remember the blessed life, hashtag blessed, it's not about stuff. Blessings is not a formula. Blessings is not a gimmick. Blessing isn't a slogan that we say, there's somebody in my life, I was like, how are you doing today? She go, blast. And she just looked angry about it. I've said this before. How are you doing today? Blast. And finally, I said, how are you doing today? She said, blast. I said, highly favored. God, you know. It's not, a slim, it's not a gimmick or a slogan or a formula, but listen to me. Here at Avenue Church, we don't give to get, but we give to give. Yes, the Bible says, if you sow and you'll reap and press down, shaking together, but what God wants is our heart. So here at Avenue Church, we don't give to get. If I give, they're going to give back something. That's not what we do here. What we do here is we give to give. We give to be a blessing. The main reason why we're doing this series is not what we want from you, but it's what we want for your life. I feel like I would be a terrible pastor if I never talked about blessings of God in your life. If I just say, hey, God is great, God is good, but we need to start giving. We need to have that generosity in our life so we can live a happy life. That we're actually the most like God when we're joyful, when we're happy, and when we're generous. I'm convinced that the happiest people on this earth are generous people. Are generous people. So let me show you this in the Bible. Let's turn to Luke chapter 19. If you've got your word with you, break it open. The old school paperback, right? We've got some uh, paperback Bibles available for free. If you want to take them, feel free to take them. Also, Uversion app on your iPhone, your Android, all those things. Also, you can follow along on the Jumbotron. And so let's go here in Luke chapter 19, verse 1. Jesus entered Jericho, and he made his way through the town. There was a man there named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector. So that means nobody liked him, all right? So he's a chief tax collector in the region, and he'd become very rich. I want you to notice that. He was wealthy. He was rich. But he tried to get a look at Jesus, but he was too short to see over the crowd. He would not belong in my basketball group. So he ran ahead. 
He climbed a sycamore fig tree beside the road, for Jesus was going to pass by that way. Here's a wealthy man who was very rich, but he still wanted a glimpse of Jesus. He still wanted to see Jesus. And so Jesus comes by, he looks up, and he calls him by name. He says, Zacchaeus, come on down and let me be a guest in your home. That's what I love about Jesus. He's like, Zacchaeus, come on down and feed a brother, all right? Feed me. And so people are astounded. And this is what Zacchaeus, he quickly climbs down. He took Jesus to his house with great excitement and joy. So here's a wealthy man who didn't have excitement and he didn't have joy. He encounters God and he comes down and Jesus wants to be a guest in his house. And so he comes down and he says, I am excited and I am full of joy. But people around him were displeased. He had gone to be the guest of a notorious sinner. A notorious, notorious S-I-N. Sinner. How many know? It's a tough crowd. That's okay. <laughs> but how many know? When people, people will begin to hate around your life. Haters are going to hate when you begin to love the unlovable. When you, when you begin to generosity, when you say, I'm going to give you my love because Christ gave me his love, people won't begin to understand it. Let's begin to love the unlovable here at Avenue Church. Meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and he said, I will give half my wealth to the poor. Lord, if I have cheated people on their taxes, I will give them back. How many know the IRS needs to meet Jesus? Can I get a witness, somebody? Sorry. I threw that in there, guys. I'm sorry. I will give them back four times as much. Jesus responded, salvation has come to this home today, for this man has shown himself to be the true son of Abraham, for the son of man came to seek and save those who are lost. And so Zacchaeus meets Jesus, and he has an action of giving as well as an attitude of giving. And so I'm going to break that down today. So point number one, write this down, action of giving. The action of giving. An action of giving. I'm not an English teacher, and if you're an English teacher in here, God bless you. We love you. And I'm not a grammarian, you know, a, a professional of grammar. But I do know this. That if you, in order to have a complete sentence, because in order to be a better preacher, you got to be a better writer. In order to write emails that make sense, I need to learn when it's a run-on sentence, right? Like I have an entire sentence that's a paragraph, like blah, 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 period. That's it. That's my sentence. So I had to learn some practical things. And so a, a complete sentence needs a subject and it needs a verb. A subject and an action verb in order to have a complete sentence. So if we use this lens, all right, like Jeremy ran to the store, buy something. So if we look at the Bible from cover to cover, from Genesis to Revelation, I'm going to ask you, what is the subject of the Bible? What is the subject of the Bible? I hear you. Anyone else? What is the subject of the Bible? And some of your so-called last service people are like, I'm not telling you because it's going to be wrong, right? But the subject in the Bible is God. From cover to cover, the subject is God. In Genesis chapter 1, it said, in the beginning, God. In Revelation, all the way at the end. So if you leave here today, you can say, I read the entire Bible, right? So Genesis chapter 1, it says, in the beginning, God. Revelation 22, 21, it says, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. So throughout the Bible, we can see the subject of God. 
But here's the action verb, and you said it over here, which is real close. But some of us would say the verb or the action of the entire word is love. That would be so close, but really it's giving. It's giving. So let's look at a complete sentence in the Bible. Many of us have seen this verse. We've heard this verse. But it's John chapter 3, verse 16. And this is what it says. For God so loved, that's the action. So God so loved the world, that's, the, that's, that's us, we're the object, that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. That God gave his son to us. That we give our lives to Jesus Christ. That we give even our time here at Avenue Church. So I believe that the Bible is complete. I believe that the Bible from cover to cover is all about giving. It's all about sacrifice. It's all about what Jesus has given to us. How many know marriage is a complete, is the perfect example about giving? How many know you don't get married, right? How many know if you're not married, how many believe me that when you get married, it's all about giving? That a successful marriage is about two people giving to one another. Marriages that get a little rocky, get a little difficult, are on the receiving end. I married so-and-so so I can receive. So you are in my life just to give to me. And how many know successful marriage says, I am here to give to you. That I am in my wife's life to bless her. Can I get a witness, somebody? Amen. Amen. Somebody's got to do it. See, today I'm not just talking about money. I'm not just talking about generosity. But I'm talking about giving our love to God. Talk about giving our worship to God. I'm talking about in order to live that blessed life, we're going to live a happy life by giving all to Jesus. The truth is, giving is far more about money, or it's not a, it's not a financial issue, but it's a heart issue. It's a heart issue. See, Jesus, when he called Zacchaeus down, he didn't say, hey, Zacchaeus, I need you to come down. Let me go to your house, and we're going to organize your finances. So when we get to your house, I'm going to say, you know what, you got a lot going on here, and so give half to the poor. And then after that, go back to those you cheated and give back four times as much. Jesus wasn't looking at what he had. Jesus was looking at his heart. Then when he said, I want to be generous, I want to give, and I want to give to those, Jesus is saying, there is a heart issue that I'm looking at. So in Matthew chapter 6, verse 19, it says this. It's Jesus himself speaking. And he says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth. How many have seen like the old bumper sticker, probably on a Ford pickup, you know? And the bumper sticker says, don't let my car fool you, my treasure's in heaven. Jeez. Ford found on road dead. It's cool. It's all right. Tough crowd. Where moths and vermin destroy. See, that's where rust is. Where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths cannot destroy. And he says this, for where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. Where your treasure is, where your heart will also be. This week I uh, put some uh, older phones on eBay. So I went on eBay and put them on auction and we had two phones to sell. And so I put them on there and uh, if they were Android, I would have given them away, you know. For free, but we had put some phones up there on eBay, and through that au auction process, about seven days, 
And so on eBay, it says, you know, give it this price, and we put it at that price and said, whatever, whatever we get for it's great. And so we slapped it on there. And I got to tell you, every day I would watch my investment. I, watched my, I would watch my phone. And every day I would see if anybody's watching it, if there's any bids on it. My phone would alert me and say, you got a new bid or price is going up or you got two days left on this investment. And when the phones, uh, you know, when the, when, the, when the deadline was out, it was like 10 people would bid on it and boom, there's my price. So I would package it and receive the money and I would send the phone out. After I did that, after I got rid of them, I never checked eBay again. I don't go on eBay. I don't shop on eBay. I have no desire to use eBay. Why? Because my treasure was no longer on eBay. That's kind of like with the, with the kingdom of God. Where your treasure is, there your heart is. When we invest in the kingdom, our heart's there. If you don't have a heart for missions, I challenge you, give to missions. When you do that, your heart begins to follow. Our heart is connected to our treasure. If God can get your treasure, he can get your heart. Now, I want you to understand today, there is no manipulation in giving. There is no, hey, I'm going to twist your arm and you need to give. Why? Because God does not bless giving. God does not bless giving. God blesses giving when it's given with a right heart. God looks at the heart, not just the action, but he looks at the attitude of the heart. That is why here at Avenue Church, we don't pass the bucket. That is why we don't give a giving message and say, bring the usher, uh, usher team and we're going to pass the bucket. We believe that generosity is active. And I got to say, I'm so glad I see it every single week. I'm so glad. I'm so honored that we can do a generosity series, hashtag blessed, and we can have fun with it. Why? Because our church is a generous church. Our church is a blessed church. And because we're blessed, we are going to be a blessing in Jesus' name to other churches, to our city, to our community. We're going to make a difference. So we talk more about that in Growth Track. And I'm so honored with a Hurricane Harvey came through. We've had some churches that we've already supported in Houston that we were able to partner with Church LV, and because of Avenue Church, we filled an entire uh, back of the pickup, an entire, when uh, Pastor Monica delivered it to Church LV, we filled an entire crate for three square. I mean, just pack that thing out. And I want to say thank you for your generosity. All those things went, to, uh, went directly to Houston. Also, because of your financial giving, those that designated your giving to Houston, it went directly to Houston. Every month, we give 10% of what you give also to ARC churches. And so even today, two weeks ago was 36 churches. Last week was eight churches. I believe today is six churches that we've had a hand in blessing. Why? Because we are blessed to be a blessing across this nation. So today, we have a hand in every hand that gets raised across the nation. Today, we have a hand in every church that gets started and people are finding Jesus. Why? Because of your generosity. Now, let me tell you, as your pastor, to me, the greatest currency is your time. That I'm so honored, I'm so blessed if you've chosen to come for 55 minutes, 60 minutes, if you shot me down about 45 minutes, it goes quicker. But I'm so honored that you're here today. I'm so honored of the A-team. 
that we have over 100 people that serve on the A-team, as we begin to grow, that they're making a difference. Why? Because they're generous with their time. That seven, eight, at 7.30 in the morning, we got what's called the crew. The crew comes in. Me and the crew will set everything up. And I'm so honored that they're preparing an excellent environment for us today. I'm honored we have a crew that tears down. I'm honored. that I want to say this. Like we have a, for a church plant, we have a cutting-edge kids ministry. I love our kids workers. They are doing an amazing job. And they love our kids. I got to say this. They love our kids. Here at Avenue Church, we don't have volunteers. That's a cuss word. If you want to cuss me out, say, you volunteer and walk out. And I will be offended. Why? Because volunteers have to do something. If you're on the A-team, we get to make a difference. We get to make a difference every single week. So will you give it up for our entire A-team today? Will you give it up for people that are here today? That's amazing. See, there's an action of giving where he encounters Jesus and begins to reflect the living God, but also there's that attitude of giving. That he, the Bible says in Luke 19, he comes down from that tree because Jesus called him out. And then Jesus didn't go, excuse me, what's your name? Who are you? Why are you in that tree? But Jesus walks up and he says, you are Zacchaeus. Come down. I want to be invited into your house. And the Bible says he left with joy and he left with excitement. And he left with a heart of generosity. There is such an attitude that happens in our life when we begin to, begin to receive what God has for us. Matthew chapter 10, it says this in verse 8. Freely you have received. I want you to catch this. Freely you have received, freely give. I believe, according to this scripture, if you have a hard time giving, and that's all of us, hello. If you have a hard time giving, that's because you have a hard time receiving. If you have a hard time giving joyfully, it's because we have a hard time receiving joyfully. Here's Zacchaeus. He didn't give nothing away. He was taking and taking by the authority of the government. He said, I'm a tax collector. You own taxes. I am now very wealthy. He encounters God and he encounters the generous gift of salvation. He begins to encounter the generous love of Jesus Christ. And he walks out of there saying, freely I have received. Now freely I'm going to give. I've had to work through this in my own life. That when someone gives me a present, or it's my birthday, or it's just, Pastor, we love you. In my heart, I'm going like, no, no, I, I can't receive this. This is, this is too great. And I, I didn't get you anything. And I, I, I don't. But when you begin to encounter the heart of generosity, you then now know that I'm giving to give. I'm not giving to get. Why? Because Jesus gave everything to me. We've got to understand grace, that there's a God in heaven he didn't say, you need to do this and this and this and this in order to receive my gift of salvation. Ephesians chapter 2, it says this, For God is so rich in mercy, he loved us so much, that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life. When he raised Christ from the dead, it is only by grace that we have been saved. The subject of the Bible is God. And the action is giving, but the object is us. It's you and I here today. That if you think we have to earn God's grace, we're not living that blessed life. We're not living a happy life. There was a pastor who, 
had an attitude of giving, and he said, you know what, I need to break this in my life. And so he said, I'm determined in my heart to outgive God. So he started with little things. He started out with money and started off with his time and his talents. And then finally, God put it on his heart. He gave away his car. He said, that was a tough one. Give away my car. Like, it was a nice car. It wasn't a beater in the back. It was a nice car. Gave it away completely. Here's the title. Boom, here's my car. And the more he began to do that, the more he began to experience joy and happiness because he was without. That when he gave to somebody, God would provide. He said, I'm going to outgive God, and he couldn't. He's almost getting a little competitive with it. And finally, one day, he was sitting in his house. It was completely cleared out. And he wrote on the house title, and he gave his house away completely free. I'm not asking you to do that today. I'm not quite there yet myself. But they asked his wife. They said, you're married to this guy. What do you think? And she made such a profound statement. What she said was, I was married to Robert, the pastor, before he knew Jesus. I saw how broken he was. I saw how unhappy he was. He didn't have any purpose. But when he accepted Jesus, he began to see his life change and the attitude of generosity hit his heart. She said, Robert, my husband, never got over getting saved. What does that mean? He never got over how generous his Lord was. He never forgot it. He never took it for granted. And he said, I want to outgive God. I want to be a blessing and I want to live a happy life. Paul, he's talking to the Corinthian church and this is what he says. And when I heard this this week, and it was a great reminder to me. In 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and as well as chapter 7, this Paul, he's writing this. He planted this church and he says, since you excel in many ways, you excel in your faith, like we're doing good. You got faith, your gift, your gift of speakers. You guys are doing amazing what God has given you. In your knowledge, this is what I love about Avenue Church, in your enthusiasm, we're an excited church. We're a life-giving church. We choose joy and your love from us. He says, I want you to excel also. So he lists all these things are doing really well. And he says that I want you to excel in the gracious act of giving. Of giving. Then in the next chapter, Paul says this. You must decide in your heart how much to give. I love this. Please catch this if you're here today. Don't give reluctantly or response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. God loves a person who gives cheerfully. Generosity is not about twisting your arm. Generosity is not about forcing anyone to do anything. But generosity begins in our heart. If you want to have a blessed life, if you want to have a happy life, we got to allow God to dissect our heart. we got to say, God, I give you my heart and I give you my life. I am generous when I am generous with my life. God is generous in my life. A few years back, my wife and I were married. Uh, this month will be 10 years. I held on. I held on. 10 years. And few first year of our marriage, our story is miscarriages and trying to grow our family. And it was one December we had a personal tragedy occur in our life. I just remember being broken, 
I remember being just in a state of brokenness. I remember sitting in my recliner one morning and just tears going down my face. My wife comes in and, and I told her, you know what, this, this year for Christmas, instead of buying each other gifts and doing that whole thing, let's find someone that we could be generous to. Let's, 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 let's go beyond where we're at right now and let's look ahead. So I remember we found a, a family. It was a single mom, had three kids. We used to work in the, uh, the low-income part of town. And so we bought presents. We bought gifts. We found out what they liked, what they wanted. And we went all out. And it wasn't, oh, how much are we spending? It was, look at what we're doing. I remember Christmas morning coming up with trash bags. You're not Santa right there, trash bags. And we showed up. We blessed the children. We blessed the kids. We blessed the mom. Gave her some things. And I walked out of there saying, whatever the devil intended for evil, God turns around for good. But sometimes we need to have not just 20-20 vision, but 50-20. The Genesis 50-20 says, whatever the devil intended, God's going to turn around for good. And I walked out of there with my wife saying, this is the best Christmas I have ever had because of generosity. We gave to give. I don't tell you that today, and please hear my heart. I don't tell you that today. Say, look at how awesome I am. Look how amazing I am. I tell you that today because that is an attitude of giving that God began to place in your heart. With every head bowed, every eye closed, I'm going to pray over you today. And I want to ask you to take a step with me today. I want to ask you, if you've never accepted Jesus as your Savior, that will you take that step with me today? So, Father, I thank you in Jesus' name for this word, God. The Father, I'm thankful that as a church, we choose to be healthy in every area. The Father, I pray in Jesus' name to help us to have the attitude of giving. The Father, I'm so grateful that you're not a God who, who puts pressure on us. You're not a God who twists our arm, but you're a God who looks at the heart. So, Father, I pray today in Jesus' name for all of us that are here today, challenge us in this. That we are blessed to be a blessing in our city, in our families. That maybe you're here today and you say, you know what, my life is a wreck without God. I've attained things, but I don't have purpose in my life. I'm tired. Maybe you're close to God at one point in your life, but now he's grown cold. Maybe today was simply like, wow, I, I didn't realize how far from God that I am. That I'm so grateful in the Bible that salvation is a gift given freely. That maybe you're close, but you drifted away. Maybe you've never given the controls of your life to God. In just a moment, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand to say, will you lead me in a prayer? That prayer isn't join my church. That prayer isn't, you know, you got to stay here forever. Our prayer isn't you have to go to Girl Track. But I would be honored as a pastor to lead you in a prayer to a relationship with Jesus Christ. To have the blessed life, to have a happy life. If that is you today, and say, will you lead me in that prayer, pastor? Every head bowed, every eye closed. If that is you, just raise a hand. Just raise a hand and say, I need to pray that prayer today. Thank you for that hand. Thank you. Yes. Yes, over there. Yes. Thank you. Anyone else? Yes. Thank you over there. Yes. Come on. Thank you, Jesus.
One in honor. One in honor. Will you stand with me, please, and let's pray this prayer together. And I want you to repeat after me as we stand today. With everybody, with eye closed, let's say this. Say, dear Jesus, thank you for loving me right where I am. Today, I give you my life. Forgive me my sins and wash me clean. You were raised to life. Now raise me to new life. I want to start living the blessed life. I want to start living a happy life. Jesus, I love you. Thank you for loving me. In Jesus' name. And everybody, shout it. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you'd like to know more details, you can visit our website at avenuechurch.cc or follow us on social media at Avenue LV Church. Thanks for coming. We'll see you next week.